Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. Fest this beautiful morning. Lord, my soul thirsts to be here again in your presence. Lord, I have come to magnify my God and my King. I have come to magnify Elohim. I have come to magnify El Shaddai. Receive all the praise this morning. You are God all by yourself. You are the creator of the heavens and the earth. Lord, you are all powerful. I magnify your name again this morning. Hello, him. Receive all the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we have come to also say thank you. Thank you for every single blessing in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for this breaking day, this breaking morning. We thank you for the rising sun because we know it is proof the covenant is still working. We thank you for the food on our tables, for the roof over our heads, for our families. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for every single gift in our lives. The gifts that we cannot work for, we could not have worked for. Lord, we say thank you for giving us Jesus. We say thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit. We give you all the praise, precious Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we continue to read our Bibles again this morning, we ask for wisdom and understanding in your word. We ask, Lord, that you will help us to understand what you meant when you spoke to us here and let your name be glorified in our lives in jesus mighty name we pray amen all right let me say a big welcome to everyone joining me into devotion this morning i am morphy we continue our study reading Um, commentary of the New Testament. We are in the book of John, John chapter 6 to be precise. So a big thank you to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I hope you are reading your Bible. I hope you are taking out time to meditate on the word of God. I pray for you this morning that you will be fruitful in the word in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, yesterday we concluded John chapter 5, so we take John chapter 6 today. John chapter 6 is a somewhat long chapter, so I am not sure whether we will be able to finish it this uh, this morning, but we will take John chapter 6. If we can, fine. If not, we will conclude it tomorrow and then read John chapter 7. Um, John chapter 5 has some of the most profound strongest words this was one of the time when jesus had a, a, another confrontation with the pharisees let's see let's see this morning please open your bibles to john chapter 6 it starts with jesus feeding the 5000 after this jesus jesus crossed over to the far side of the sea of galilee he crossed over to the far side of the sea of galilee also known as the sea of tiberia tiberias a huge crowd 
kept following him. A huge crowd kept following him. Whenever you saw Jesus, you saw crowds. Hmm? <laughs> so, none of the other disciples ever told us <laughs> some of the things that John said sincerely. In fact, there were too many things, and that was one of the reasons why there were those who said no, that the book of John was simply concocted compared to the other gospel. No, one, no other person told us that Jesus even had a little pushback with the crowd told them he knew why they were following him was because of the bread. <laughs> but a huge crowd, verse 2, kept following him wherever he went. And you will expect this, right? Not just because of not just because of the of the of the, of the bread, but they would have been following him also because of the miracles. Wherever he went, because they saw his miraculous signs as he healed the sick. Since then Jesus, then Jesus um climbed a hill and sat down with his disciples around him. He climbed a hill and sat down with his disciples around him. Verse 4 says, It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, Where can we buy bread to feed all these people? So we are getting a a further insight into this story you have the feeling of the 5000 is present in all in all four gospel okay yes but you are getting some insight that this happened this crowd came about the time when it was nearly time for the for the jewish passover the usual jew will be in their house preparing for this celebration not out with someone who was preaching the gospel, maybe possibly going from from wilderness and then to one sea, the Sea of Galilee, and then to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, the Sea of Tiberias. Okay, so G- Jesus asked Philip here, we didn't get this from the other gospel writers, that in a sense, he was testing them. Where can we buy bread to feed all these people? He was testing Philip for he already knew he already knew what he was going to do. Philip replied, even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. Even if we worked for months. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. You see, some of this it is when you're reading the book of John that you get an insight to the person that was speaking. In a lot of this instance okay so it was Simon that some of it was Andrew sorry that spoke up that there is a young boy here with five loaves with five barley loaves and two fish but what good is it is that with this huge crowd tell everyone tell everyone to sit down Jesus said so they all sat down on the grassy slope the men alone numbered about 5,000. And that I'm telling you, that's a huge crowd. If the men were up to 5,000, I'm sure that crowd was definitely more than more than 10,000. Okay? Most of them might be married. And of course, for those who are married, they will likely have children. Definitely more than 10,000. See, then Jesus took the loaves, verse 11. Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish, and they all ate as much as they wanted. 
Okay, so this is where harmonization is so sweet. Jesus actually didn't give the, the loaves to the people. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. No, he distributed them to the disciples who distributed them to the crowd. Okay? Uh-huh. And they came, came back, continued to come to receive, collect from Jesus until that crowd was fed. Um, I'm telling you, harmonization will bless you. We did the harmonization of the gospel for the first three, four months of the year. So you might want to go back January, February, March, and April. We did the harmonization of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It will, it's a huge blessing. I'm telling you, and the first time I've, I've done that or shared that with, with, with people. Okay, so they came afterwards. He did the same with the fish and they all ate as much as they wanted. After everyone was full, Jesus told his disciples, now gather the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they picked up the pieces and filled 12 baskets baskets with scraps left by the people who had eaten from the five barley loaves. When the people saw, when they saw him, eh? so the, here, when the people saw him do this miraculous sign, they exclaimed, surely he is the prophet we have been expecting. They did not exclaim that from his teaching. They exclaimed that because, just like Moses, he was giving them bread. Okay, So, in a sense, I'm sure in their mind, they were comparing him to Moses who gave them manna. Verse 15, when Jesus saw that they were ready to force him to be their king, he slipped away into the hills by himself. I'm telling you, <laughs> how Moses handled these people is beyond me. That evening, Jesus, Jesus' disciples went down to the shore to wait for him. But as darkness fell and Jesus still, did, had, still hadn't come back, they got into the, bo- into the boat and headed across the lake towards Capernaum. Okay, again, you get further insight here. If you read the other gospel writers, it's as if... Jesus stayed back to send the crowd away, okay? Which is also possible, even though he might have slipped away um, into the hills by himself at that point. But on this other part where he, he walked on water, the Bible actually tells us, if you read the other gospel writers, that it, it was an evening where they had so many crowds. I think it was still the same evening of where they ate 5,000, he fed the 5,000, and then it took time to send them away. So the disciples left on their own. They left on their own. But John is giving us further insight here about the disciples. It tells us that when they went down to the shore to wait for him, but as darkness fell and Jesus still hadn't come back, they got into the boat and headed across the lake towards Capernaum. You see that? So they were waiting for Jesus. And when Jesus had not showed up, they decided to leave. <laughs> Jesus was sending away the crowd when we <laughs> do the harmonization with the other gospel. He was taking, he was sending away the crowd. Here they were waiting for Jesus. And when they didn't see him, they chose to leave. I'm sure you're getting the picture where I'm going to now, right? Aha. <laughs> Um, sometimes you might need to learn to wait on God. Hmm? Learn to wait on God and learn not to move unless God says God says to move. 
here they waited for him and when they didn't see him he hadn't come back the bible says they got into the boat and headed across the lake towards Capernaum. and that was why <laughs> they faced this gale swept wind i don't know when we get to heaven we'll find out was it the devil trying to kill all his disciples <laughs> maybe so soon a gale a gale swept down verse 18 swept down upon them and the sea grew very rough they had rowed three or four miles when suddenly they saw Jesus walking on water towards the boat. They were terrified. Uh, but he called out to them, Don't be afraid, I am here. Then they were eager to let him into the boat. And immediately they arrived at they arrived at their destination. I think what most likely what would have happened, harmonization again, as soon as Jesus entered that boat, Matthew told us that so the minute Jesus stepped into the boat, the minute Jesus stepped into the boat, uh, things were calm. Okay, so they've been rolling for so long, struggling, 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 and then, of course, uh, literally through the night for hours, they they did they, they didn't make any, uh, they didn't they didn't go far. But the minute Jesus stepped into that boat, the wind stopped. Okay, the gale calmed down, and then, of course, they would have arrived of course they would have moved faster and arrived at destination i'm just trying to explain verse 21 when it says then they were eager to let him into the boat and immediately it looked like immediately it wasn't that they teleported <laughs> immediately they arrived at their destination because now there was there were no hindrance against them anymore but the lessons are clear there right i'm sure maybe someone is hearing that this lesson for the first time they faced this storm because they left Jesus behind. You faced storms, unusual storms. Whenever you are going through a storm, the important thing to check is whether Jesus is with you in that boat. If Jesus is with you in the boat, remember there was one other time when, when they were in the boat and they faced another storm like this. <laughs> but Jesus was there, so they, they just had to wake him up. In this instance, when the gale started, what do you think? They would have been shaking. God, are we going to die here today? Hey, if we had no, no, Peter, you, you, you are the one. You are the one who said we should be going. We wanted to wait for him. Hey, we are going to die today. Okay, so they would have been lamenting. So, big lessons for us, right? Big lessons for us. To learn to wait on the voice of God and wait on the Holy Spirit. All right, let's continue. Um, next, Jesus, the bread of life, verse 22. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the far shore saw that the disciples are taking the only boat and they realized Jesus had not gone with them. Uh, several boats from Tiberias um, landed near the place where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. So, when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went across to Cabanon to look for him. They literally, they were looking for Jesus. You would have thought that was a good thing. No, it wasn't a good one. They were not looking for Jesus. They were looking for bread. Aha. They were looking for bread. They went across to Cabanon to look for him. They found him on the other side of the lake and asked, Rabbi, when did you get here? Can you imagine? Jesus replied, 26, I tell you the truth, you want to be with me because I fed you. That's all. Now, 
someone might say is there anything wrong with that there's nothing wrong in wanting to be with god because god touched your life because god fed you but there's something wrong if you want to be with him solely because of that thing okay so that that thing can continue okay so there are many people who chase god today right they chase him for miracles and you see them going from church to church they are looking for fire chasing from church to church that is not what you need you need the one who creates who gives the fire itself it is god you need to create a relationship with so here jesus said i tell you the truth you want to be with me because i fed you that's all it's not that you want to be with me because you want to hear me or you want to know me better or you want to love god better you just want to guarantee your flow of bread some people they follow god because they want to guarantee the flow of miracles it shouldn't be like that it's even wrong not just that it shouldn't be like that that is not worship worship is whether in the wind in the rain in sunshine wherever time it is i will stick to god is it because i fed you not because you understood the miraculous sign there was there was a there was a meaning to the to the sign this miracle that jesus did oh jesus was telling them that he was greater than moses uh-huh. so say so, but don't be so concerned about perishable things like food spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the son of man can give you for god the father has given me the seal of his approval they replied now so one of the challenges of the book of John. So let us set it, set it, settle it in our hearts. We are not finishing John chapter 6 today. Okay. But one of the challenges of the, of the book of John is that you notice the way it is written. It is often written like in the third person. Okay. Not as if, if I was the one writing directly. Uh, I would say, it says, for example, it says, can you... It says, the, for God the Father has given me the seal of his approval. Okay, so if John was writing directly Jesus, okay, um, some of the way he quotes Jesus would have been different. That is the accusation they make anyway. So 28 says, they replied, we want to perform God's work too. What should we do? They said they wanted to perform God's work too. What should they do? Jesus told them, This is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. Listen, this is the only work God demands of you. Believe in Jesus. When we get to heaven, eh? when we stand before the judgment seat, the reason why people will go to hell it's not because they committed sin. Now, I'm not saying that sin is not the result of the condition of rejecting Jesus. Okay? Yes, it is. That is also correct. But the reason why they will go to hell is because they rejected Jesus. Okay? So they said, we want to perform God's work. <laughs> we want to do the work of God. Jesus says there is only one work God requires of you. God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. Jesus. Believe in Jesus. 
They answered, show us a miraculous sign if you want us to believe in you. Can you imagine that? People who were looking for Jesus, many of them ate the bread. Okay? They saw bread multiplying in the hand of Jesus as the disciples were giving it to I'm sure when they started, they they were wondering, how can these five loaves and two fish feed all these people? And then the bread were multiplying in his hands. That was not miraculous sign enough. They said, show us a miraculous sign. They want to eat another bread. (laughs) If you want us to believe in you, what can you do? 31, after all, our ancestors ate bread, ate manna while they journeyed uh, through the wilderness. The scripture says, Moses gave them bread from heaven to eat they were quoting scriptures can you imagine that they were quoting scriptures for jesus uh-huh. they said after all the scripture says that moses gave them bread from heaven to eat jesus said i tell you the truth moses didn't give you bread from heaven if you don't understand how to interpret the scripture let me interpret it for you moses was not the one who gave you bread from heaven my father did And now he offers you the true bread from heaven. When he was giving you manna, he knew because he told the children of Israel that every morning they had to come and gather the manna. Apart from on the Sabbath day where what they gathered, okay, they had to gather the day before the Sabbath must be enough for two days. And whatever they gathered will not spoil. Every other day they must gather only what was enough for one day. If they gathered more, it would spoil. And God was trying to teach them that man shall not live by bread alone. Okay, man had to live every day in light of God. Okay, following God in the light of the word of God. So, they are saying that Moses gave them manna. Jesus said, no, you are making a big big, big mistake. Moses didn't give you manna. It was my father who did. And now he offers you the true bread. Jesus is the true bread from heaven. He says the true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives light, gives life to the world. Jesus is the true bread who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us that bread every day. You see that? <laughs> they want to go back to the way it was in the wilderness. Give us that bread every day. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. I love the way, uh, whenever Jesus used this, I am, eh, it often resonates, shakes my spirit. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But you haven't believed, you haven't believed in me, even though you have seen me. However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. And this is the will of God, this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of those he has given me. That is the will of God, that not one single one of us should perish in hell. That is the will of God, that he should not lose a single one, should not lose even one of those he has given me, but that I should raise them up at the last day. For it is, it is my Father's will that all who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. 41, then the people began to murmur. They began to murmur. Eh? 
they began to murmur in disagreement because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. He was comparing himself to that manna that came down from heaven. They said, isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph? And, and I'm telling you, this was a big challenge for them because they knew him. They said, isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph? We know his father and mother. How can he say, I came down from heaven? Hmm. I'm telling you. Okay, so what are the things about Jesus? Okay, <laughs> I don't know how I would have really reacted to a lot of his teaching. Many of us, I think, I'm not sure we know because he often does complicated things for them. So now he was talking about bread. The next thing he would talk about blood. <laughs> so they were still struggling to understand how can he be, how can he say that I came down from heaven? But Jesus replied, verse 43, stop complaining about what I said. For no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them to me. And that at, and at the last day, I will raise them up. As it is written in the scriptures, they will all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has ever seen the Father, only I. Who was sent from God have seen him. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes has eternal life. Yes, I am the bread of life. Listen, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes has eternal life. I'm going to ask you this morning, do you believe? Yes, if you do, you have eternal life. Yes, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, but they, they all died. Anyone who eats the bread from heaven, however, will never die. Hey, hey, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. And this bread which I will offer, so the and this bread which I will offer, so the world may live, is my flesh. Hey, he said he was going to give them his flesh. Okay, let's stop here. Let's stop here. Okay, let's stop here. We'll continue tomorrow because I will need to unpack that statement. He said, The bread I offer, eh? the bread I am giving them, which I'm offering them, I'm offering to the world, is my flesh. He was talking about his life, really. Eh? He was talking about dying for them and, and accepting him. He was not talking about the communion. Don't make the mistake. He's not talking about the communion. The communion is not what saves us. Okay. He was talking about his dying on the cross. That is the bread. Eh? The bread that saves the whole world. This morning, okay, um, um, you can see that some of the people Jesus had to deal with were very difficult. But I'm encouraging you this morning and I'm asking, why do you follow Jesus? Are you following him because of the bread? Hey, hey. Are you following him because of what you can get from him? Jesus said they were looking for him because of bread. I want us to pray this morning. Lord, help me to love you genuinely. Not just because of what you can give me, but Lord, so that I can worship you. Jesus also said, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes has eternal life. Do you believe this morning? Father, we say thank you. Lord, I believe. Thank you for giving us eternal life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.
Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.